Welcome, everyone. How are we doing? It's been a while. Uh, welcome back to the Max Schmarzo podcast. I appreciate you all for tuning in as always. Thank you. We might have some new listeners here today. Um, so I just want to say thanks for following along. And today we'll be talking about um, ath- athletic bulking. Boom, 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 boom. Made a post about this recently, about my quest for athletic bulking everyone hears that word <laughs> I, have a lot, I have some topics to talk about this it'd be kind of fun but um athletic bulking is an idea of just simply bulking like you would you were a bodybuilder but bulking athletically let's talk about the genesis of this and some of the processes i've gone through to get to where i am so i started this about Four months ago, three months ago, it kind of started on accident. Um, I wanted to introduce more carbs into my diet. I'd been getting lean. I was like 205. And I didn't like how I necessarily felt physically. I like how I looked, obviously. I looked pretty lean, mean, fighting machine kind of deal. But I didn't like how I felt physically. I thought performance-wise, I... uh I could perform single bouts very well, but I couldn't perform repeated training efforts. That makes sense. My capacity was very low relative to what I would like to, to have been. Um, with that in mind, I uh, I thought to myself, well, let's add some carbs and you know see what happens there. And in doing so, I gained some weight because everyone knows you gain a little bit of weight when you start eating carbs and you haven't been eating carbs in a while. And you know, water weight glycogen. I started to feel good. I was like, oh man, <laughs> I, I like how I feel. I I really do feel much, much better. Um, well, it seems obvious retrospectively, but believe it or not, at the time I was kind of I don't call it clueless, but I was eating a lot worse than I should have been. And so I uh lose my weight, or not lose, I gain my weight, opposite of losing weight. And then I thought to myself, well. My athletes are leaving here and I get to do my own training now that they're gone because typically I just train with them and I want to try something different. In the past, I've gotten heavy, I've gotten thin, I've done this multiple times, but every single time I do it, I do it in a very traditional mindset. In other words, I get heavy, I get strong, I lift weights, I don't run and jump. You say, oh, don't run, don't jump. It's going to hurt your knees or whatever people say if you're heavy. And look at that. That's stupid. Like if I'm running and jumping, I'm straining my tissues. If I'm eating more, I'm rebuilding those tissues. So just the same way a bodybuilder bulks. Why shouldn't we athletically bulk? And this is where I wanted to do a couple of things. It's pretty cool, by the way, so far my progress. I've been very happy with. Um, I want to get back on the court playing again and playing at a level that would allow me to play multiple times a week. I've been dealing with some aches and pains on and off. And so my goal is I'm going to get back on the court. I'm going to get myself to physically go through workouts again while gaining weight. So right now I started at 205. Right now I'm 235. I was a lean, mean fighting machine at 205. Um, I am not a lean, mean fighting machine at 235. I can still dunk a basketball, which is cool. I'll talk about some of that in a minute. But I started this process by respecting the likelihood of itis being greater. So tendonitis in the ankle, knee, or wherever it might be, obviously increases because I'm getting heavier. Let's not ignore it. 
And so I started off on the grass. I started doing lots of plyos and running and jumping on the grass. Um, I started being very conscious of that. And that's like, well, I want to get back and play. I want to go on the court. That's the ultimate goal. So I was running, jumping on the grass. And then I got back on the court. I realized, oh my gosh, the court is very different than that of grass. The friction forces are different. The rate of stopping acceleration is very different. And so I said, well, if I want to get better at the court, I cannot spend all my time on the grass. I have to run around on the court. And so I started off very slow. I started doing extensive plyometrics on our court, on our court, not my court, on the court, uh, running, jumping, but very managed. I wasn't doing anything extreme at all. I can do jumps and skips and hops and sprints. I worked in deceleration, curved deceleration, curved acceleration for about three or four, probably not three or four months, probably two months I was doing this for. Um, and in doing that, I really wanted to remove some of the more intense plyometrics. And that typically comes from maximal approach speed jumps. If you do uh, jumps with a high buildup in velocity, it is very demanding and a great way for me, at least, to get injuries. I've had that be an issue many, 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 many times before. Ugh. I have done too many jumps and I've been out for longer than I care for. Um, high velocity jumps. So running, sprinting into a, a jump. Now, What's important here, by the way, is that when I start to talk about um, my progression, this is all occurring as I am gaining weight. It's not like I got to 235 and started doing this. And that was really important too. I wanted to make sure that I built my ability up as I added weight, as I progressed uh, into a more... Uh, athletic, heavier version of myself. I didn't want to then retrospectively try and build my abilities back up because to me, that made no sense. Why would I gain weight and then try and, you know, meet you in the middle, kind of get there now and be able to uh, build my capacity? No, I wanted to build my capacity as I gained weight, as I continue to gain weight. And that's the whole point of the athletic bulk. I want to gain weight and remain athletic as I bulk. Now, what's cool about all this, as I talk about it, is that I've got to the point where I can run, I can jump, I can sprint, I play on the court, I play up and down, uh, full court one-on-one, -on -one, and I feel just fine. And I'm heavier. Now, I'm not as athletic as I once was, and that's kind of obviously expected, right? Like, okay, well, I'm going to lose some athleticism. And this one, I'm going to get into some of the things, um, specifically the mental obstacles of this. And then if I might do a follow-up to this, if you guys are curious about some of the actual methods I use training-wise. But the, the first thing I had to get over was the mental burden of knowing I was going to lose my athleticism, at least temporarily. Um, partially because I was removing some of the higher intensity work when you're removing some of the higher intensity work, naturally you're going to lose some athleticism. Naturally you're going to not jump as high because you're removing some of that. But I wanted to focus on my capacity. So that was very frustrating and still is frustrating at times. Um, I mean, who doesn't want to, who wants to lose their athleticism? I, I don't know. But other thing was losing your abs. Like I was thin, you see my bicep veins, um, you see some shoulder veins, good lighting, not all the time. Um, but I, uh, I lost a lot of leanness and, you know, as someone who used to be much fatter as a kid, losing leanness is a weird mental thing to go through. You don't, it's not like super enjoyable. Like, Oh, 
now I am less uh, lean. This is a, it's a path you've been down before where you're like, oh, I'm gaining weight. Is this really what I want to do? I have to remind myself this is for a purpose. And one of the ways I can remind myself or help myself to make sure that I'm on the right track is to make sure I'm actually getting stronger. So I'm gaining weight, I'm building capacity, but I'm also doing things that are making me stronger, um, more powerful. That's really important too, by the way. We got to think about is that if I am gaining weight, being able to do the same thing as I did before is actually an improvement. So you might say, oh, I could do a two-handed dunk before, Max. Why do I care about uh, doing a 200 dunk, two-hand, 200, two-handed dunk now? Great question, fair question. But if I can do that now at 235 pounds versus 205 pounds, I know I've made improvements. My relative power is the same. My total power has gone up because my relative power is the same at a higher body weight. So again, that's something you can really uh, use as a benchmark. Now, I don't use tons of maximal strength stuff. Um, and I, I'm just not a huge fan of using that as a metric of me getting more athletic. It's never been a good metric. But as of late, I'm now able to do full maximal velocity attempt dunks, which is really cool. The past couple of weeks, I've been doing that. Not every day, but a couple uh, times a week. And that's a massive improvement compared to what it was before. Um, I couldn't do it at all. I was kind of afraid to, to be honest with you, with my potential itis issues. But now I'm able to do it and <laughs> I don't jump as high. But I can still dunk a basketball. I could dunk it uh, fairly well, to be honest with you. I would like to dunk it a little bit better. And uh, it's kind of almost like you're relearning to do all this stuff again but at a higher weight. And so if I'm able to make this progress, gain weight, jump higher, I know I'm going along the right path. Now there's going to be ups and downs like everything. And I think this is something we always need to make sure we consider consciously is that it's really, really, really easy to get upset with yourself on a single day. Oh, I'm not jumping as high today. I'm not jumping as high as yesterday. Uh, this week even. Remember, like no one week is going to determine or tell you whether or not you are athletic or not athletic. Being tired from a heavy workout is going to take a lot out of you. So knowing that, take each day and each week in with some uh, long-term mindset. And that, again, that's always easier said than done. Oh, have a long-term mindset. Don't try and rush things. But when you have other negative things that you at least typically and negatively associated things like added weight and lost athleticism, it is very hard at times to stay on the path. Um, so that's some things to consider. Another thing I noticed, by the way, too, is when I add weight or I'm trying to get stronger, I typically hyper-focus on an exercise like, oh, I want to do this exercise. I want to squat. I want to deadlift. I want to blah, blah, blah. And you get caught up in that and you get start getting stronger that exercise. And then you start doing that exercise more and you get stronger that exercise that you leave out other exercises that are important. An example of that is like sometimes when I was getting, when I started gaining weight and I was getting a little stronger, um, I started squatting a little bit more and not tons, but I started to get stronger in my squat. And I was like, oh, you know, I want to squat uh, every day. I want to squat because I'm getting stronger or whatever. And then you start to forget, oh, yeah, what about trap bar jumps or what about RDLs or what about X, Y, and Z? And so when you've, they're the, there's like the opposite effect because I just mentioned like how with uh, 
gaining weight, you lose your abs. You're like, oh, I don't want to do this. But also gaining strength, you can have this polarization towards an end as well. Oh, now that I'm getting stronger, I'm just going to keep squatting more. I'm not going to sprint or I'm not going to do this. And you really have to be objective in terms of what you have been missing out on. And that's really helps you, at least myself, avoid some of these potential overuse aspects. For example, if I'm uh, rotating exercises, whatever, as minor as it might be, I have had some hip issues in the past, like a very bizarre hip injury. I'm not really even sure how it happened, to be honest with you. But if I do the same exercises over and over and over again, it might cause some annoying wear and tear. And I'm talking about literally like every day over and over again. Because you're getting stronger. You're like, oh, I haven't been stronger in so long. I Let's keep riding this wave. Um, so that's an area that's kind of you need to avoid. Because A, when you polarize yourself towards one thing, you you typically run a risk of overuse. But also B, you're not doing the other things. And so... Keeping in mind, you might have like a, a menu or a checklist of things. I want to sprint this number of times a week or loaded sprints this number of times a week. I want to, um, I don't know, you know, I want to do X, Y, and Z number of trap bar work a week. I want to do uh, this number of hinges or squats. You don't even have all the exercises necessarily laid out, but almost like your little reminder list of things that you like to do. Like today I was thinking about, oh, I should get back and do some hill sprints. And again, because I enjoy playing basketball and it feels good to finally be playing basketball on the court again and not have any pain, I continue to try and play more and more basketball. I know if I do that, it's a great recipe to just get an itis issue. And so I was like, oh, maybe I should work back in some field work once a week just to give myself a, a break, even though I don't totally need it per se in the traditional sense, like I'm not achy and tired. It can still be helpful because it's going to avoid the potential achy and tiredness that might come about. So. By the way, when I'm bulking, to talk about the bulk, I know this is kind of an erratic conversation. I didn't really have a ton of notes listed out because I haven't super formally thought about talking about this, but people are asking about it, so I wanted to share it. Um, I don't do this with eating junk food. I know in the past, I've gained weight by eating like tons of peanut butter and like cake and stuff, and I just end up getting fat as much fun as it is, and it is a fun time to uh, bulk that way. It's I just get fat from it. Um, <laughs> that doesn't do me much good from a, a performance standpoint. I just start gaining weight way too fast. So I've been trying to do this without, um, eating quote unquote junk food. You know, I don't like that term, but whatever, we'll use it here anyway. And so I don't do that. And then what else do I not do? I, uh, I don't count calories. I don't like counting calories. It is very useful. Like I'm not against counting calories. I'm not a person who says, Oh, don't count calories. That doesn't matter. No, that does matter. Um, I just in the past have counted calories and it's had a lot of negative connotations with my eating habits. I start to count calories and I become obsessive about certain things. I won't eat certain things. I'll eat too much of other things. And it's just not really worth it for me. Um, it takes all the fun out of it. And then it's like, well, forget this. And then I want to crash diet down. And a lot of bad typically for me comes from counting calories. I have learned what calories I consume. And so that is helpful. I have done that homework in the past, but I am not necessarily counting calories in the traditional sense of like, oh, I've had this much protein or that much protein. So uh, that's one aspect of it that I, I wanted to share as well. So the uh, the bulking is a clean bulk or whatever the heck you want to call it. It is tiring uh, to eat this much food. <laughs> I don't really like it that much. Um I know just eating and pooping a lot and it's like not the most enjoyable lifestyle, at least from just 
I shouldn't say that. Of course, it's fun to eat food, but I, I prefer actually to be leaner and less heavy, um, just by on likes and enjoyments. And hopefully, when I do this, I'll take away some things like, oh, I can keep eating carbs when I lose weight because I do a bad job of taking that out of my diet totally. Um, and there's a couple of things I'd like to take away from this experience when I start to lower my uh, calorie intake and lower my body weight and all. Also, on top of that, I do want to mention that um, I also have been training upper body during this process because people are like, oh, athletic bulk, are you lifting upper body? I'm like, yes, I'm lifting upper body and I want to get that stronger. I hit a PR on that recently. I hit uh, 300 and how much was it? 360, no, 50 pounds. Probably could have gotten 360, 350 on the bench press. So that was pretty cool. Um, I want to make sure my upper body numbers are growing and getting stronger. If I'm trying to build some upper body mass along with this, right? I, I want to make sure I'm getting stronger. And I do focus on strength numbers in that sense. Uh, I don't focus them necessarily on the lower body as much. I'm doing a lot of power work, but I am focusing on the strength numbers upper body because, well, why not? Because I want to, because I can, because I'm allowed to. So I want a big bench press. Is that too much to ask for? Uh, I think that covers the most of like the aspects of the athletic bulking and the idea of it. Again, if you guys have questions or comments, you can reach out and message me. That always helps with giving ideas as to what I should talk about. Uh, Cause I don't know what questions and comments you have. Maybe you guys want to have, you know, someone wants to come on here and ask me questions about the process. Cause I'm sure I'm missing certain things that you're interested in um, just by default that I assume that they're not important or that you might know them, or I just forget to mention them, whatever it might be. I don't know which one it would be, but something of that nature. Um, and so lastly, also, by the way, I want to talk about TikTok. It's big change subject right here. I want to talk about the kind of the coolness of some aspects of TikTok that it allows you to have some freedom of brand. And so my, I, I like strength and conditioning. I love strength and conditioning, but I always want to do things other than just strength and conditioning. Kind of why I made this podcast. So I get to ramble and talk to the podcast verse and all the friends of the show as much as I'd like, but also the fact that uh, it gives me an opportunity to explore new avenues. And TikTok's interesting like that too, because it seems like it's a platform where if you have content that is engaging, um, it will be shared and will be engaged with. It's not necessarily like an Instagram where you post something and it has to fit your own brand identity. You only get so many posts like a week or a day that, you can't post really what you want. TikTok's quite the opposite. You get to post a ton. And with that, I found it to be pretty valuable in that sense. I've been able to share a lot of interesting basketball stories, a lot of different things about sports and athletics I don't really share on my Instagram page. Um, and they're doing pretty well. Like I've had a huge increase in followers. I a post recently with a million views. And it's just an interest, like uh, an avenue where I think a lot of people don't consider, put it that way, where in terms of... Uh, what reach you can have on TikTok and the uniqueness of it. And the fact that you can put stuff out there that isn't necessarily on brand or something you're used to putting out there because on Instagram, you only get so many posts. Like if I share this and maybe no one's going to like it. Um, I know they say, oh, you know, don't just post stuff for people to like. Well, that's also why I post, right? Because people like it and I want to post things that they do like. And so obviously you post things people like on Instagram. But uh, if you post something they don't like, you can't just like delete it and post another one because the algorithm will dislike you. But TikTok allows that freedom of movement, essentially, in terms of what you're trying to accomplish. And so I find that to be uh, a unique platform in that sense where you get to have that uh, 
variety in content and development. And so uh, like I'm able to post about athletic bulking and able to post about some of my thoughts on basketball this year and the NBA and certain moves and skill development or whatever it might be. My store is the vision three basketball player. It offer offers a wide variety of stuff. So it's a, a platform I did not initially engage with, but something I have found to have some pretty interesting utility all in all. So uh, I guess I'll stop it there. That's my part one, I guess, to the athletic bulking. Again, questions and comments would be much appreciated because I'm not sure what you guys are curious about. I will like to document it. I'll talk about things I'm doing. I'll uh, share some progress along the way. Maybe I'll post that to YouTube. But at the end of the day, I, I want this to be something that you guys enjoy or, or you guys get information from. So if you have questions about it, please feel free to ask and I can maybe make a follow-up video or have someone on here who's asking questions because that'd be kind of cool too. So all in all, I appreciate you guys listening. I hope you enjoy. As always, take care and peace out.